13 past eight, and uh, today, the 11th of February, amongst other things, which we'll talk about a bit later when we go to our guest, the destination. The 11th of February is important, but it's also important because it's International Day of Women and Girls in Science. How do we achieve equal access to and participation in science for women and girls? Well, Professor Karen Hull is a professor of mathematical sciences at Stellenbosch University. Prof Hull, thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me to spend this time with you. So let's talk about um, the the issue of getting women and young girls involved in the sciences. I mean, I can look at my own history, and it really was not something that I could easily access or get into. Um, Maybe in a demonstration of my lack of, of of intelligence, but it probably was a lack of something else as well. Why is it difficult for women and girls and girls in particular to engage in the sciences? I think it's a, a subject that is historically dominated by males, even though women have made significant contributions uh, very early on to mathematics. Those were never celebrated and shared. And so I think even starting off, many female learners and um, girls at school may find that already that's a barrier. This is a subject that's male-dominated, all the role models they see of people who are really good at mathematics are male. So already there's a, a sense of inclusion. And then there's also quite a lot that's been written um, in the last few years with regards to uh, young learners, uh, especially female learners, often being um, in the environment where they feel less confident than their male counterparts. So it, it's not in general the case, but it can happen that um, at 12, or, you know, when the teenage years kick in, that uh, girls often feel less confident as a whole, but even more so in a mathematics class where you may have some male learners that are very confident and shout out the answers and always know what's going on, and then they tend to withdraw. So it's, of course, not a generalization, but this is something that can happen and that can make um, the girl learner feel less confident and then less engaged with the subject. I think something else that plays into that is a lot of negativity around mathematics. So if you meet anyone and you ask them the experience of mathematics, there are very few people that have a positive um, experience and memories of mathematics. Inevitably, you hear about a mathematics teacher that has a negative impact. Um, I'm sure there are some positive stories, but math has a bad reputation uh, when you speak to most people. And that reputation often also gets passed on through families where parents may say to their child, don't worry, you know, I was never good at mathematics, you're never going to be good at mathematics, or we just, our family's just not good at mathematics. So this perpetuation of this negative talk also plays into it. You know, um, what's, what's critical around all of this is who is the teacher and what is the teacher saying and doing? I mean, if you're going to get a, a young person involved in anything, you have to be the person who inspires them as a teacher, surely. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, and I often, in my own opinion, I think certain people connect mathematically more than others. And, and that may not be at all um, as a result of any fault as a teacher. But, I mean, we can all attest to a mathematics teacher along our journey that explained and we really connected with that person whereas you may have someone else who is a really good teacher and, and the rest of the class may be connecting with that person, but you may not be connecting with them. So there's also that variable. 
But I do feel there's a lot to be said for a teacher who creates an inclusive environment in the class, and I think that's particularly important in a subject like mathematics, yeah. where it's very easy for, for learners who may not feel as confident in the race. And this is not just female learners. There could also be obviously male learners who feel less confident. But creating an environment that still allows space for those to interact and to engage and to feel included. So in terms of the work that you do as a professor of mathematical sciences, how do you address that? I mean, obviously you're getting people that are coming into the university, so already their passion is there. But um, how do you then expand and ensure that a we start to build communities for women in mathematics? So I'm very aware of this as a, a lecture or everything I just mentioned um, for the first year groups. So I'm very involved in first year teaching. Um, for the mainstream mathematics course at Stellenbosch University. And my entire teaching philosophy is built around this idea of inclusivity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is very good. I mean, I, I make it sound like it's easy to it's certainly not. But I do try and create spaces where I can interact with all the learners and all the students in my class. I mean, we're sitting in groups of 700, so it's not very practical. But I do try to create opportunities where I invite the students to come and engage with me, to come and see me with their test, so that we have one-on-one interaction and they feel included. I also often ask them to write me an email about themselves, asking how they feel about mathematics, so you know, obtaining feedback about where they are and do they feel included. Um, in terms of a broader picture, I am part of the, well, I'm convener of the African Women in Mathematics seminars and conferences, and we held the first um, conference in Stellenbosch in 2019. In 2020, unfortunately, we had to move online and we had to cancel our, our conference. But the aim of the conferences and series is focused around showcasing African women in mathematics, um, but also creating communities of support. And my hope is that through these types of initiatives, and, and these are certainly not the only ones, but these types of initiatives also have um, the added benefit that they showcase role models of women in mathematics in Africa, uh, particularly. And I think that is also important um, in this conversation is that both students at university but learners at school have role models, have people who have a mathematical journey that they can share. And, and no mathematical journey is easy. There are obstacles along the way. All of us have struggled at some point and wondered if we are a mathematician, should we even be studying mathematics or not? And sharing those journeys, and, and just that already creates a sense of inclusivity. So we need to go to a break, but when we come back from a break, I'm going to read you a message that one of our listeners has sent through, and we'll take it from there. It's 20 past eight. The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. Today is International Day of Women and Girls in Science, and we're chatting to Professor Karen Howell, who is a professor of mathematical science at Stellenbosch University. Uh, you know, uh, Prof, just as we close off, I've just received a message from someone, Janet van Eerden, who tweeted, When I was in grade 11, centuries ago, my science teacher, a man, told me that even though I was getting A's for science, I wouldn't do well for long, as girls historically can't do science. And I think it talks to this idea of who um, are the role models and how we look at mentorship in this space. I mean, that kind of comment, even though it was made years and years and years ago, 
is is the kind of comment that really is frustrating, I'm sure, for anyone and actually outrageous. Mm-hmm. I agree and, and very damaging. And um, as I said, that's the narrative that I think perpetuates a lot in, in classrooms, but also um, just, you know, if you page through the history of mathematics, uh, often, often it's skewed towards the men who, who proved all the theorems and made all the contributions. And that is slowly changing. Um, but exposing learners to more of those stories of the successes of women in mathematics, but also to say that there are women right across Africa who have made significant contributions, not just to mathematics, but also to mathematics education as a whole, and sharing those stories. Uh, there are many of them available on the Internet. So if teachers are interested in creating a more inclusive environment, I think that is a wonderful idea is asking your learners to write up short projects about these women and learn about them and share their stories so that we create a narrative that says women are welcome, they are included, and they have achieved. So there's a space for them. Karen Hull, Prof. Karen Hull from Stellenbosch University, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, to all those teachers, women and men, who are making a difference for young girls in schools, teaching them sciences, teaching them mathematics, or STEM subjects, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for making a difference. Because uh, as Laura Kubi says, uh, Kubu says, with regards to the story we've just told, that teacher should have been fired. Absolutely. I mean, a teacher can make a huge difference to a child and to the world that they will engage in as they get older.